That's when my caddy lost sight of it That little white pellet has never been found to this day But it went straight down Well, we have spent the entire week talking about football and NIL and the Portal John and high school championship games and everything like that. Now it is time to take our shoes off, kick back, relax, and talk about the great game of golf. Yeah, golf is a soothing game. It might be troubling to some people. Not to me. I find it to be when I walk in golf, my walk is not spoiled, George Bryan. Of course, I seldom walk. I prefer using cart for transportation as my make my way yeah. through my through my eighteen. <laughs> the way you so. were complaining about carting the equipment yesterday, I'm hoping you're not walking eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it would take like eight hours to play. Let's <laughs> so welcome in George Bryan the third, birdies, bogeys, and biceps here on Sports Talk. George is making his way back from down in Georgia, down in South Georgia. Welcome in, sir. Oh, good evening, and nothing like South Georgia in early December, and it's very early in December, and it, we're talking 80 degrees. What a beautiful day. Kinderloo Forest is where I walked around. And you know, you bring, fellas, it's, uh, it's pretty cool to be able to join you guys on Friday night. You mentioned the walking, and did you know, even if you're riding in a cart, because of most of the cart path rules and such, you could easily get a mile and a half to two miles in, even if you're off the fairways, in the cart for 18 holes. Did you guys know that? you ever check on that? Well, I've always believed the three worst words in golf, there's two versions of them. One is, you're still back. And the second is, (laughs) cart path only. I think I really hate cart path only. More than anything else, because usually when it's cart path only, my ball is all the way on the other side. The ball never is near the cart path. It's always on the other side, which means you got to pull three or four clubs to walk with you across the fairway into the woods. And then, you know, you hope you brought the right clubs with you to salvage what you got next. Well, and you know, that's uh, you got to do a little anticipation in the game of golf and a little strategizing and you got to plan ahead and uh hey we're going to talk a little bit about that uh g4 my oldest son who had a pretty good run we spoke in bermuda he made a pga tour event and then made a cut but his 2023 year of the beast campaign campaign and his uh goal and dream of getting to the tour it's it's just not going to happen this year he fell a little short. We'll we'll talk more about that later. And but thinking ahead, this game's not all about the great shots and the victories. Most people think it is. This this game's all about the recovery. Uh, Bobby Jones is the first one I ever heard. Red said it's not from the victories in which he learns, but rather the defeats. So G four, even though he's a little defeated, he's already recovering. And we were talking on the phone just just recently about the winter training season and speaking of winter let's go ahead and bring a winner up and that's w-i-n-n-e-r scott parker he's member of uh he's a 
teaching compadre, but also a golf real estate compadre. Welcome, Scott Parker, to Birdies and Bogeys. Hey, gentlemen. Good to, good to talk to you this evening. Yeah, well, Scott, Scott Parker and Chase Butler are team compadres on the professional staff at George Bryan Golf Academy. And, and we got a special program in the winter that started over 30 years ago. And Phil, we were talking about, we were talking bits and pieces about this program in the early 90s and just highlights. So this is a program for brand new players all the way to advanced. And we involved the whole family. We try to get the whole family out to the golf course to spend time together. Uh, over golf, the, cat, the parents are actually trained to be either course guides for caddies, actual caddies. Mm. And Scott, we, you and I have been in discussion, talk a little bit about even a brand new program, really uh, adding another dimension to the 2023-2024 winter tour. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we, we our, our winter tour season actually starts up this weekend for Sunday. So uh, for anybody who hasn't signed up yet, uh, call at our shop, Let's um Yep, reconnect with him and George yep. stand by. I've got to keep in I'll, mind I cannot call out while George is live. All so right, hang on, George. Up. I'm gonna I'm gonna update some scores while we get uh, Scott reconnected here, make it sound better. So while we do that, I'll update the Hero World Challenge, which is uh, down in the Bahamas where George and family were just recently. And was that Bermuda? No, I think it was Bermuda where they were. Anyway, you got Scotty Scheffler. And Jordan Spieth, 66-67. They are at the top of the leaderboard at 9-under. Brian Harmon, a 69. He's at 8-under. Justin Thomas, a 67. He's at 7-under. And Matt Fitzpatrick, a 68. He's at 6-under, along with Colin Morikawa, a 69. Tony Finau, a 71. And who else do we have? That's it at the sixes. As far as some of the others, We've got Lucas Glover, 71 today. He's at two under. Tiger Woods, 75 yesterday, 70 today. So he's at plus one. So Tiger Woods said after yesterday's round he was feeling a little sore. He was going to, you know, get worked over and get himself back in shape for today. He goes out and shoots a two under par 70. And then one other note here from competition, George, and um, – Justin, we've got um, the Musgrove Mill team claimed the 16th annual Lathrop Cup. This was played a little over a week ago at Blythewood, in Blythewood, Columbia Country Club. And the Musgrove Mill amateur three-man team combined to shoot 
two over, 218 to win the cup, represented by Jeff Tallman, Dillard Pruitt, Walter Todd, and Doug Ramey. And finishing in second at four over from Three Pines Country Club, Greg Krasinski, uh, Todd Weber, Brian Kennedy, and Scott Smith. In the Pro-Am portion, a two-way tie between Mid-Carolina and Holly Tree. Each team shot a low two-ball score of 11 under, 133. There you go, George. You know those folks, I'm sure. That's some good playing by some people. I know a number of them. And one of the things I love, I appreciate you bringing that out. We've talked briefly uh, and at length over the last six, eight months. The Live Tour drew it out of it. But I, I, I think club golf should be a higher priority. And talking about team, team golf, that's one of the major headline uh, stories that the Live Tour brings to the golf game equation. And I just think, I think club golf, uh, get groups together, community. I think the game was designed for community, not not the way we have it lined up in America with all the emphasis on individuals. Uh, so I appreciate you bringing that up. The mm-hmm. the club to club in in Europe, especially Ireland, many of the private, almost all the private clubs in Ireland, Scotland, and England, they will be run by the club captain or the secretary of the club. They, it's, uh, I'll just put it this way. It's a pretty cool way to do it where the club captain, that is usually the best player of the club or in the club. And everything emanates from the captain, from the king. So kind of a cool way to do it. It's old school. And I think we got Scott back live again, and he was, uh, I'm not sure if you're able to pick me up. Clearly or not. Yeah, got you now. You were, you, we had the uh, in and outs going earlier, so gotcha. he, he was. You were rolling hot about the winter tour, which typically it'll be very cold, and it's a walking tour. And Sunday mm. afternoons, three o'clock, family, and it's all about time. So, a little bit more on that winter tour and how to, how people can get in touch if interested. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, if if you're not signed up yet and you want to participate, uh, our first meeting is this weekend on Sunday. Um, uh, our number, uh, if you want to call and sign up, is 803-781-2063, uh, and we can get you some more information. Uh, so we also have a new initiative uh, going along with that. We're going to try and get some younger players in groups, um, like four or five-year-olds uh, with their parents and try and get them out there on the golf course and maybe some different experiences as well. Um, and just want to touch on a couple of the other programs we've got coming up uh, starting actually this week. Uh, we've got a new initiative at the Scramble uh, Scramble Course at Tsunami Bar Sports that starts uh, December 5th, which is next Tuesday. Um, we also have some special programming for over the holiday season when kids get out of school, December 19th and also December 28th. Um, so if you got some kids that want to get involved with some golf activities during the winter break, we've got you covered. Just give us a call, and we'd be happy to get you going. So the scramble, Phil, you still have that course record. I do. And Yeah, so, so one of the cool things about the scramble course, it can be for the brand-new player, four-, five-, six-year-old, but it also gets the interest and the attention of the tour players, evidence 
with uh, Scott Stevenson, Wesley Bryan out playing the what I just call a one-club wedge game. And you can play it really quick. You can play six holes in six, seven, eight minutes. Phil, speak on that just a little bit. I can't recall what what kind of time it took you all to play, but it took us. I'm, at, I'm curious. Yeah, it took us about six minutes. And you know, the course begins right there. You you first you have to tee off on number one, and then. You cross the Robbie George Gorge Bridge. You know, every great golf course has a bridge named after somebody famous in golf. You know, there's the bridges there over at Augusta and, of course, over at the British Open, those courses. So this course has the uh, Robbie and George Gorge because there's a ditch you have to go over. There's a bridge over a ditch. I call it a gorge. Robbie and George Gorge Bridge. So you... You hit your first tee ball, and you walk across that bridge. You pause for a moment to take photographs, and then you continue. And, you know, if you manage to, to land on the green of the fringe, you play on, and you try to avoid landing prior to because then you're in the junk, and you have to pick your ball up and put it on the fringe, and you play on from there. And, yeah, the, the day I went out and set the course record, it was, uh, you know, a little windy. You had to play a little wind game, keep it low. Uh, watch the limbs, navigate the, the narrowness of the fairways between the, the tall pines of that part of West Columbia, very tall pines over there, George. So tons of fun, and it's great on your for your, for your uh, short game, you know, chipping and putting and kind of getting into a little bit of a confidence groove when you, when you play over Absolutely. there. I mean, yeah, we, we say it's small swings and small targets. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And most uh, – as you play fast, one of the things that Larry Boswell had a, a wonderful influence. I watched him uh, – the faster the faster you play, you be- the better you play. And so one of the things right away with the young children, uh, teach them to play fast. In fact, Wesley has – and that's my middle child. He's got – he still has and holds the fastest, fastest single round in PGA Tour history. Huh? Uh, set it up in Chicago in the in the FedEx Cup in the third. Back then, I think they had four. Uh, nope. Did we lose George? Did no. we lose George in South Georgia? Oh, George can hear us. Looks like Roughly, George. Roughly uh, hour and twenty nine minutes. How long? How quickly did he play? Uh, eighty nine minutes, something like that. Hour and twenty nine minutes. A complete PGA round in an hour and twenty nine minutes walking. Absolutely. Yep. And wow. It was. It's, uh, it's on YouTube. There's video. There's video proof of it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you can. Yeah, you can look at it. It's kind of cool. And but here's the thing: most of us as adults, we're telling our young children to slow down. And if it's if you're telling them to slow down because it's a safety issue then i totally get it but i tell you right now i tell them to to speed up take a swing while they're on the walk or the run it doesn't bother me at all if they're actually trying to look at the target and look at the ball at the same time and if you're around kids enough that's just how they do it and the faster you teach them to play the faster they will learn how to play and that's Mm -hmm. a fact 
So uh, Scott will lead the four and five year old divisions, and incidentally, he plays really well and really really fast. So <laughs> yeah. I was actually out on the golf course with my two and four year old uh, for four hours this afternoon out at Lindry. They had a great oh, time. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. And they have, and you know what they really like to do on the golf course, George? They like to run. Uh, yeah, and uh, as long as they don't have clubs in their hands, that's a good idea. No, Be yeah, careful if you let them absolutely. run with the. Yeah, and so that's the other things we do with uh, the young ones is uh, they're open. Open fairways inspire uh, a fast pace anyway. So we let them go. It's kind of like when the horse sees that barn, he just likes to run or sees the pasture, he likes to run fast. Well, that's what all of us like to do. We like to go, and we encourage that. And so a number of the courses in the Midlands are involved, including Lenrick, uh, Timberlake, uh, Hidden Valley, uh, Charwood, Northwood. Oak Hill, uh, let's see, We're, I'm going to leave some of them out, Cobblestone Park. Uh, Newberry. Newberry Country Club, Camden Country Club. Mm-hmm. In fact, Matt McCarley, uh, a college teammate, he is a huge, huge proponent and supporter of junior golf. Uh, Greg McBride at Northwoods, a number of the fellows around town have been part, supported this program for many years. And it's over 30 years old. Again, you can, and incidentally, it is hosted by the Irmo Chapin Winter Youth Golf Tour, excuse me, the Irmo Chapin Recreation Commission, and also a co-partner is the Lexington Recreation and Aging Commission. So you can actually, you don't have to call any phone numbers, just go sign up, uh, icrc.net, and the Lexington Recreation and Aging Commission so we ha- the uh, recre- local recreation centers and commissions are in support of this program. So, Phil, it's it's for brand new players, but also college bound. In fact, I don't. Uh, we lost count somewhere around a hundred of, of the number of players that would graduate this program and go on to the uh, to the ranks to the college golf ranks and. So with that, we can shift gears and and talk about the walking piece. Let's go back. A lot of folks don't realize that Phil, in the cart, riding 18 holes in a cart, you can still clock over two miles. And that is kind of uplifting to me because most people assume that since you're in a cart, you won't get much exercise. But two miles of walking is a pretty good lick and most of the time it includes uh, traversing the hills and every now and then you do get to jump over a ditch or a creek <laughs> and so if you walk now if it's cart path only check your check your walkometer because i got a feeling it'll be three to four miles and if you're carrying the bag and toting for 18 holes it's easily four miles at most golf courses if you hit it straight mm. hit it a little crooked how many miles do you think it would be, man? Take a guess. Six or seven. Easy. 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 So, uh, folks, a lot of folks, uh, it was argued back years ago that golf wasn't necessarily a sport, but I think 
I, th- I think it definitely qualifies in this day and age. I'm not sure if you really want to weigh in on that at this point. It's definitely an Olympic. It's in the Olympics, so it's a sport, right? I say it's a sport. Amen. I think you've got to be an athlete to to play golf at any level, to play it well. I mean, all the things that go into it, the muscle memory, the movements, the concentration, the timing. Um, I mean, is it any different than hitting a, a baseball except one is coming at your head and the other one is sitting on a little piece of wood? Hey, speaking of the head, the one that's coming at your head probably doesn't cause internal skull problems near as much as the game of golf. That's true. The game of golf is a skull wrecker, and that's a fact. And and, uh, it breaks your heart and it wrecks your skull. And then then for whatever reason you want to go do it again, that's what uh, I'll transition a little bit and talk talk about uh, the Corn Ferry Qualifier second stage at Kinderloo, G4. He was not the only uh, South Carolina player with connections. Scott Stevens narrowly, barely missed it. I think he was two under par, and then uh, took five under to advance. And then I think Ryan Hall, he was on the number one I, when I left and really good yeah, he got in. He did get in. Great. And yeah. you would have the scoreboard pulled up more accurately than me. I was checking it while I was out. And, look, Ryan was in good shape at five under par. The golf course played incredibly difficult. Uh, But this was second stage, so finals will be week after next. I will be in Jacksonville and hopefully uh, on the way back with some news that some South Carolina players advanced and got Corn Ferry status. They will give out five tour cards next week. Uh, week after next at that qualifier. So five tour cards will be distributed, and that'll that'll be uh, something Wesley, my middle child, will go for. And I guess I'm sneaking up on uh, the putt. Oh, I must have at least hit the green, the last green in regulation, Phil. Hmm. So yep. I, what I'll do is, uh, hey, Scott, I certainly appreciate you joining us tonight and we missed tsunami Robbie. this segment's uh sponsored by tsunami bar sports and you know, tsunami robbie's made his way to his way over here for the uh, white no dutch fork football game has he oh my guess is he's sitting right there in the stands he loves him some football now and and uh yeah i'll look forward to talking to you guys next week i'll go ahead and sign off since i'm on the road it's hard to watch that clock so until next week, next time, you guys see them high, shoot them low. Thanks again, Scott, for joining us. Absolutely. Great time to you guys. Okay. Thank you, George. And thank you, Scott. Appreciate having you guys with us tonight here on Birdies, Bogies, and Biceps around South Carolina. Mm-hmm.